1: And very pleasant. Good morning, everybody. As always, good to be back with you. This is the Marlins Rewind. And last night at Petco Park out in San Diego it was the second of three this week between the Marlins and the Padres. Braxton Garrett on the mound for the Marlins. Bullpen night for the Padres. They started with the right-hander Craig Stammen. And with the recap, as always, here is Glenn Gaffner.
2: Marlins fall again in San Diego, 6-5. The final score, mean, I own 5 on this six-game road trip. One final chance for a win tomorrow at 4-10 when they close out the series against the Padres. Tonight, Braxton Garrett started against Craig Stammen. Things started very well for the Marlins in the top of the first with one out. Jesus Aguilar singled, Isan Diaz singled. Marlins had two men aboard for the red-hot hitting right fielder, Lewis Brinson. Stammon again, an 0 2 pitch, and Brinson goes the other way. Loops one to right, going to get down for another Lewis Brinson hit. Around third, Aguilar sprinting toward the plate. There won't be a throw. Brinson knocks in the first run of the night. It's 1 0 Marlins. Brinson finished one for four tonight. He's hit safely now in eight of his last nine games. He's got 13 hits in 33 at bats over this current stretch, hitting a cool 394. Four doubles, couple of homers, and now 12 runs batted in. The Marlins are off and running with a 1-0 lead. Brian Anderson would strike out for out number two in the first inning, but still there were two men on, and the Marlins had a shot for more with Jorge Alfaro batting. Pitch to Jorge Alfaro, right-handed batter, and Alfaro pulls him to the ground, pass Machado, fair ball into the left field corner. Score Isan Diaz, Brinson around third. He's coming home on a two-run double by Alfaro to make it 3-0 Marlins in the top of the first. So Brinson and Alfaro knocking in the first three of the runs of the night. It was a 33-pitch first inning for Craig Stammon, and a 3-0 lead for the 24-year-old Braxton. He threw the mound in the bottom of the first, and things started well for him in the bottom of the inning. He struck out Tommy Pham looking, got Adam Frazier swinging, two outs, nobody on. But the Padres would not go down in the first without a fight. Manny Machado singled, took second on an errant throw into second base from Jorge Alfaro. Man at second, two down for the All-Star, Jake Cronenworth. Garrett checks Machado at second. 2-2 pitch to Cronenworth. And that's lined down the right field. Line and deep and off the wall. Extra base for Cronenworth. Machado's going to score. Throw comes into second base where Cronenworth is standing with a double. So the Padres are on the scoreboard here in the bottom of the first. It's 3-1. And they weren't done with Cronenworth in scoring position. It was the catcher, Austin Nola. So now Cronenworth at second base for the catcher, Nola, who lines one to center field. That's going to get down for a base hit. That's going to go to the wall. Around third, Cronenworth, he'll score, and Nola's got an RBI double. It's 3-2. to two. Back come the Padres. Eric Hosmer would strike out, ending the inning, but a 25-pitch first for Braxton Garrett, and it was 3-2 Miami after one. Marlins added to their lead in the second. They got a leadoff double from Magnarice Sierra, who had two hits in the game tonight. And with one out, Mags is at second base. Back around to the top of the batting order for Miguel Rojas. Stam into the plate with his 42nd pitch of the night. Ground ball over the bag at second into center field for base hit. Sierra's going to score easily, and it's 4-2 Marlins. Miguel Rojas delivers his 29th run batted end. For Miggy, a six-game hitting streak. He's safely an 11 of 12. He would have another RBI hit coming up later in the game. We'll get to that a little later on. So 4-2 Marlins into the bottom of the second. Every time the Marlins scored in the top of an inning tonight, the Padres had an answer for them. In the bottom of the second, Will Myers started things off with a single. Trent Grisham then a base hit, putting men at the corners for a pinch hitter in the pitcher spot, Brian O'Grady. Here's the 1-0 to him, and he hits one hard to the second baseman. Diaz has it to second on a the bounce. They get one back to first. They will not get O'Grady. In from third base, Myers. It's a 4-3 game. Nice job by Miggy, saving what could have been a disastrous throw from Isan Diaz. It was 4-3 after two. The Padres went to the bullpen. Craig Stammen done after two innings, six hits, four runs, no walks, and two strikeouts. Miguel Diaz, first man out of that bullpen, would work two scoreless. So it stayed 4-3 into the bottom of the fourth inning. Braxton Garrett Still going for the Marlins, Lot of leadoff double to Eric Hosmer. He then walked Will Myers, Trent Grisham with a single, loading the bases with nobody out. A pinch hitter, Ha Sung Kim, struck out for the first out in the inning. So there was a way out for Garrett with the bases loaded, one out. They were hoping for double play with Tommy Pham at the plate. He struck out three in the first, nobody until here in the fourth. That's in the dirt, gets away from Leone to the backstop. The Padres are going to tie this game on a wild pitch. In from third, Hosmer, it's 4-4. And they had men at second and third, still with only one out, and Pham remained the batter. And everybody's shortened up here. The 1-1 pitch is pulling the ground to third. Nice play at third. Anderson comes home, but his throw is wide. And Myers is in safely to give the Padres a 5-4 lead. He would have had him with a good throw. Well, that would be it for Braxton Garrett. Out of the bullpen, Stephen Oak at the left. He struck out Fraser, got Machado to pop to short, escaping without any further damage. But the damage was done. Two runs in the fourth inning. Padres had the lead. Braxton Garrett tonight after two straight really good starts against the Padres and Mets. Had a rocky outing, three and a third innings. Eight hits, five runs all earned. He walked one, struck out four, through a wild pitch. For Garrett, 68 pitches, 46 strikes. Padres led 5-4. Zach Pop would throw. Two scoreless innings, and it would stay a 5-4 game into the seventh inning. Austin Adams, at one 2 3 for San Diego. Matt Strom came on in the seventh with one out, a lot of base hit to McNerese Sierra. With two outs, Mags was at first base, and the Marlins down a run turned to Miguel Rojas, looking for a big knock holds as Miggy goes the other way down the right field line fair ball into the corner that may tie the game Sierra flying around third racing to the plate here's the throw home and it's not in time Miguel Rojas a two-out RBI doubled not this game at five in the seventh and a two for five night a single a double a couple of RBIs for Rojas in the game but remember what I said about every time the Marlins scored a run in this game the Padres had an answer well, it was 5-5 into the bottom of the seventh. Richard Blyer came on, allowed an infield hit to Adam Frazier, the single for Frazier, was hit number 139 on the season to lead the National League. Frazier went to second base on a Machado ground ball to third. Jake Cronenworth took a called third strike for the second out in the inning, so Blyer had a way out of the inning. Man at second, two down in a tie game facing the catcher Austin Nola. 1-0 pitch, Nola lines one over, third base hit left field. Coming around third base, Frazier. The throw home, not in time. The Padres have the lead back at 6-5. to five. And they would hand that lead to Drew Pomerantz in the eighth inning. Pomerantz got Isan Diaz to pop to short. Isan went one for four tonight. Lewis Brinson then grounded to short. He also was one for four with an RBI in the game. Two outs, nobody on against Pomerantz. Brian Anderson then singled. So the Marlins had the tying man on. And with Jorge Alfaro coming up, Pomerantz left the game with an apparent injury. I haven't got an update on Pomerantz yet, but the trainer went out to the mound, along with the manager, Jace Tingler, and they had to pull Pomerantz. And so with two outs in the eighth inning, up by a run with a tying man at first base, Tingler called on his closer, Mark Melanson. Melanson struck out Jorge Alfaro, who finished two for four tonight, single double, two RBIs in a stolen base. And we went to the ninth inning with the Padres up. 6-5. to five. Melanson allowed a leadoff double to Sandy Leone in the ninth. Leone lining a ball down into the right field corner. So the Marlins had the tying man at second with nobody out in the ninth inning against Melanson, the National League leader in saves. Brian De La Cruz ran at second base for Leon, so the Marlins picked up some speed. Magnarys Sierra swung and missed at strike one. Then he tried to drop a sacrifice bunt down, couldn't get it done, wound up striking out. It was a very unproductive out. Marlins needed to get De La Cruz to third base one way or another. Sierra couldn't do it. Managed second one out. Pinch hitter Joe Panic then hit a fly ball to left for the second out. Had the sack bunt advanced De La Cruz to third, he would have scored in that fly ball by Panic Would have been a sack fly, would have tied the game. But De La Cruz was still at second base. Now there were two outs with De La Cruz at second. The Marlins' last chance was Miguel Rojas. Miggy looking for his third hit of the night, though. Granted to the third baseman Machado, and that's how this one ends. Padres win it six to five. For the Swingin' Friars, six runs, twelve hits, no errors, seven left for the Marlins. Five runs and a dozen hits, one error. They stranded five. Pierce Johnson, the winning pitcher, three and two. Richard Blyer takes the loss two and two. Mark Melanthan saved number thirty-four, and this is 39th try of the year. Time of the ball game, three hours twenty-four minutes. The Padres with the victory are four and one in their homestand with one game remaining. They are now 66-49 and in the season, a 2021-best 17 games over 500. The last time they were 17 games over was the final day of 2010 when they finished 18 over at 90-72. and San Diego with this win now 40-23 and at Petco Park. As for the Marlins, they've dropped five straight. It's their second-longest losing streak of the season. They had an eight-game losing streak at the end of May, beginning of June, Marlins have lost 10 of 13. They're now 23 and 42 over the last 65 games. They will look to avoid an 0-6 road trip in the series finale at 4:10 tomorrow. The road woes, nothing new. Miami now 20 and 40 away from Lone Depot Park this season as the Padres win tonight, 6-5. Marlins pitchers struck out nine batters today. That means at $25 per K. The Marlins Foundation will donate $225 to Auto Nations Drive-Pick Initiative as of tonight, rep over $24,000 for the season, with a grand total of 961 strikeouts by Marlins pitchers, 214 games here in 2021. So the 6-5, Marlins had 12 hits in the ball game: a single, a double, two RBIs for Miguel Rojas, two singles and a run scored for Jesus Aguilar in the game, Isan Diaz a hit and a run scored, Luis Brinson a hit and RBI and a run scored, a hit for Brian Anderson, four tries, Jorge Alfaro was two for four, a single, a double, two RBIs, and a stolen base. Sandy Leon doubled in four ABs. Magnorice Sierra had a single and a double, scored twice. But the uh, Padres win it, 6-5, and they now lead the season series four games to two with only one game remaining, so they've clinched the season series here in 2021. So
1: the Padres win the series. They will shoot for a series sweep this afternoon at 410. Now the Marlins 47 and 67. The Padres are 66 and 49. Here's what the skipper, James and the acting manager, had to say afterwards. Yeah, hey there, James. Uh, first off, uh, Braxton Gary. what did you see from him and specifically that fourth inning when things started to get away?
0: Yeah, Braxton, Braxton had a battle tonight. Um, you know, he went he – went, Went in there um, and battling kind of from the beginning of the game a little bit. They had some some hits that fell, some 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 hits that weren't exactly hard hit, but nonetheless, they're still hits. And he was um, battling um, through that. And that fourth inning, you know, ran into some trouble again. But um, it was a fight. I thought he I thought he kind of fought all night and, and kind of battled through some things. Didn't have his best command. And again, when they made when they got some hits on some tough uh, some soft hit hits, but nonetheless, he still had to fight. So it wasn't it wasn't obviously the best outing that you would see. But, I mean, he, he tried his best to battle through that. And, and then the fourth inning was, was, was tough as well. Just couldn't quite get in sync tonight.
1: And then curious, in the ninth inning after Sandy Leone hits the double, you have a runner on second. No, did you consider having here uh, a Bunt there to try to get the guy to third?
0: Yeah, it went, it went through my mind right there. Um, I was looking at that. I mean, my mindset there was to, to try and get in a position, uh, to try and score multiples right there. Um, you know, looking to, to see if we couldn't get a couple of runs as opposed to, um you know, moving them over and working through there. I, you know, Max swung the bat pretty good tonight overall. So it was a call there. He always has the option if he wants to, but just from my standpoint, I didn't put on the bunt there. So he, he wasn't obligated to bunt in that situation. Christina? Yeah, James, just going back to Braxton, um you know, from your perspective as, you know, bench coach usually and like even offensive side, for a team like the Padres facing twice, you know, in a short span, just – what can a team, you know, in terms of adjustments, just that whole cat and mouse game, if you could speak to that, especially for a young pitcher. Yeah. I w- you know, I would say, um, you know, you, you, obviously you're, you're going to make adjustments on the other side of the ball. I, I think they did, but I also think he ran into some really, you know, tough luck. I mean, like I said, I don't think, I don't think he had, you know, his best stuff tonight, but I also think he made some pitches and they just, you know, they didn't hit a whole lot of balls hard. They hit a few balls against a shift, you know, some things worked out for him and, and I don't think he, it was as if he just, um, gave up a lot of hard contact all night long. So, you know, it was one of those things where it didn't work out in his favor. But, you know, you give them credit. I mean, hits are hits, and, and, and guys that are that are working, they make contact, and they put the ball in play, and, and things happen for them. So you have to give the Padres credit for making the adjustment. But it was just – it was a tough night for Brax. Craig? Yeah, hi, James. Uh, your starters have uh, been really a strength this year. Uh, unfortunately in the road trip, it just hasn't, it's been difficult because you give up runs early or even in this game, you take the lead. Uh, How tricky has that been to try and overcome that when your strength right now albeit with some different personnel hasn't been very good on this road trip. Yeah. I think you got to stay, you know, you know, one pitch at a time mentality, you know, it was was different. We started in uh, Colorado, which, which everyone knows. I mean, now for sure that it's tough up there, you know, tough up there to, uh, to pitch and, and we found that out a little bit and, then we come down here. And again, we're facing, you know, a really good team here and in the Padres. So again, you, you run up against a tough opponent and you kind of have those two things going back to back, but you know, th- these guys are still going to continue to go out there, continue to, to, you know, try to make pitches. I mean, that's still the job. Starting pitchers have to go out there, still try to make pitches, still try to get, get deep in games and, and see where things go. So I think um, second half of the year, you have a little fatigue that kicks in. There's just some different things that happen throughout baseball, but you know, I don't see any lack of effort from these guys. I don't see any lack of preparation. I don't see any lack of going in there and getting after it. They're still trying to do the same things they're doing. They're just trying to overcome a few things. And like I said tonight, every once in a while, when it when it's going going bad for you, sometimes it just snowballs and you get those tough hits that fall in, and a lot of things happen that that generally don't happen when you're going when you're going with it. So, you know, not a lack of effort. Our guys just have to keep getting after it. You got the kind of start you wanted tonight, right, James, in the first inning? Can you comment on that? Absolutely. That was, that was, that was great. I mean, you know, those guys came they came out swinging right away, you know, um, putting quality at bats together, uh, put some runs on the board right away. And that was, that was nice to see. And you hope that we can continue to to get that flow going, you know, through these next, um, through the rest of the season, actually. I mean, the mindset is hopefully we can get something going there as well. Guys put together some good at-bats tonight. You mentioned Sierra's bunting that was on him. But even earlier in the game, uh, Garrett couldn't get a bunt down. It's, been sort of, I think, a say, say, say common thread. You really have had trouble bunting this year. you notice that? How big a deal is that for the team not to do some of those little things that maybe can steal your run here or there? Absolutely, Craig. I mean, those are things, you know, you, you want to you be better at the little things. You want to be better at making sure you get those bunts down and those types of things. And we, we have to absolutely, uh, you know, make sure that we do it. We got to keep working at that. We have to keep getting better at that. I mean, we'll definitely be accountable for that. I wanted to just reiterate on the, on the mags one though. Like, so for that one, like I, he, he didn't have the bunt sign. So that was like one where it was on him. Yeah. It, you know, it was, it was, um, his, his, his choice at that point. So it wasn't as if he, if, as if he missed a bunt, I didn't give him the sign right there. Gotcha. Thank you. Yep.
1: Christina, you got another
0: one? Yeah. I was just curious. Um, who might've called for the pickoff and then also just, um, with Dela Cruz, you know, he had started, I guess, every game until today, just whether it was, you know, give him a breather or whatnot? Yeah, so with Dela, with that's what it was. We're just giving Dela a breather a little bit, a, 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 day off, a day off, and he'll be back in there tomorrow. I don't call it a day off because you get in the game, there's no days off in this league. But, um, you know, he had a day where he didn't start. Obviously, he got in the game. Uh, he'll be back in there tomorrow. And uh, the pickoffs is a combination of just talking through that with the, with the infielders, and, and Trey does a nice job as well of communicating with those guys and, and, and flipping signs out there and things of that nature when we think we could have a play there. So that's a good um, combination between our infield and, and Trey.
1: James Ralston after the Marlins lost to the Padres, tough loss for the Marlins. They battled right to the very end. Uh, that seems to be a common theme lately. They just can't get over the hump and uh, do what's most important. That's win a ball game. Yeah. So, um... They will uh, look to avoid a sweep this afternoon at 410 when Sandy Alcantara opposes the left-hander Ryan Weathers of the Padres. That means we're on the R340 with Marlins on deck. And as always, we hope you find some time to join us on the Miami Marlins Radio Network, driven by AutoNation.
2: It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the A.C. to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the A.C. system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution